Happy New Year. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting come today thanking you for uh, this brand new year, Lord. We, we know that you have blessed us, Lord, throughout 2022, Lord, and we look for, uh, just forward to serving you in 2023. Lord, we love you. We thank you. For, thank you for everyone's here. 
Uh, we just lift you up and praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross Where the dearest and
Brother Darrell, as you can see, Brother Darrell's not with us today. Remember Sister Dee Dee, they're at Wynn at their granddaughter's baptism. Praise the Lord. Uh, just thankful that they were able to go to that. Uh, we have Brother Jerry Thompson's going to come and preach for us. I'm going to ask Brother James to come up too. I'm going to have Brother James pray for you as you come on up. Thank Brother Jerry for coming and filling in this morning. God bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you today and thank you so much for this opportunity to gather in your house. Lord, it's a good start to a new year. Lord, I pray that as we begin this year that we would consider all things that you've challenged us to do, to be the Christians that you'd want us to be, to be a living example before others in our world. Lord, I pray for Brother Jerry this morning as you guide him. Lord, I know that you've given him the words to speak. Lord, I pray that you'd make it easy on him as he delivers that message. Lord, I pray that you'd open our hearts and our minds that we might receive it because you knew who would be here you knew know what we need lord i praise you for all that you do for us and it's in jesus name i pray amen amen it is uh, good to be at truman first i've been here before some of y'all probably maybe wasn't even born then it's been a while I preached a few uh, presbyteries probably here. I think the last one is having that back out here. But uh, I was talking to Brother James, and I've been trying to run it over my mind. I believe I was I was licensed here in this church, uh, and I hopefully I was ordained in uh, Woods Chapel because I was pastoring it at the time. <laughs> if I wasn't, that's not a good sign, is it? But uh, it's been quite a few years ago. I started preaching in 1989. I always say 18. Uh, I think I was ordained. You you probably check it when you go home. But I think 91, I, I do believe. But I pastored a couple of churches. And just making a little introductory here. My wife and I uh, pastored Oakview for 18, almost 18 years. We left last uh, February. Doing some evangelist work, and uh, for the last ten months, well, nine actually, we took off from for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But uh, Lord's blessed. We traveled fifteen thousand miles, a little over uh, eighty-seven nights in, in our camper. Uh, Seventeen different churches. Uh, actually, some of them asked us back. You know, <laughs> that's always a plus surprise, but but a plus in the in the Bible. Uh, I'll tell you where I'm going to read here in just a minute, but uh, Psalm 118, verse 8, I've been told is the middle verse of the Bible. I forgot the number before or, or the number after, but it's right in the middle. It says it's somewhat like this. It's better to trust in the Lord than put confidence in man. And that's always true. I don't care what man it is. It's better to trust in the Lord. That's a good a note to start out the new year on. Amen. That being the middle verse of the Bible, it's it's 118. Psalm 118 is, pre, of course, right after 117 is the shortest chapter of the Bible with two verses. Uh, Psalm 119 is the longest with 176 verses. Uh this would tell me in the old time way of speaking, and if 
you haven't noticed yet, I, I kind of I talk old. That's the long and the short of it is to trust in God. Amen. It puts, it's right in Anyway, it's, it was funnier the first time I thought that. Heard that. <laughs> but anyhow, if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me uh, to the book of Matthew. Let me find my glasses. Matthew chapter number 26, verse number 36. I'm just going to read about three or four verses. I've got some highs on this. I'm kind of, you know. I don't normally hiss like that. But uh, Matthew 26 and 36, if you can or don't mind, stand for the reading of word. I'll read it pretty quickly so it won't have stand long. It says, Then cometh Jesus with them unto the place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here. While I go and pray yonder. I like that word, yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceedingly exceeding sorrowful, and even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And here is going to be the text I'm going to use this morning. He went a little farther, and he fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will let us pray father in heaven we thank you lord for for this day a brand new year 2023 i never thought it would come lord i thank you for for this church i thank you for its fine pastor and i ask that you would keep them safe in their travels today lord i i thank you for an opportunity once again to preach your word but i ask as i always do help in that lord i need your help i always need your help Lord, I pray that the word that's, that's spoken here today would be exactly the way you'd want it. I pray that I don't speak one word too many or stop one word shy of what you want said here today. Lord, I, I pray for blessings. I pray for a touch. I pray for anointing. For it's in Jesus' precious name that I pray. Amen. You may be seated. I, uh, I breathe loud, don't I? <laughs> Brother Dow, he tells me that uh, he he sends his his message. He's got it down. He, and now he started out. He said, "I do that uh, at noon by noon Tuesday." And I usually call him on Tuesday about two o'clock. And he said, "I just got it done." I said, "You rascal! You're running a little late, ain't you?" So I I called it in Monday just to show off. I thought that's probably not even me, but I'm gonna call him something anyway. If you hear something, uh, my voice going, it's just I've got an implant here. It come back now. <laughs> uh, a biggest nerve stimulator that goes off, and it kind of takes my voice away when it does. But don't worry, it's, it's nothing. It's just just one of those things. I'm not having a heart attack or nothing. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, I hope. But anyway, I called that in, and I thought, boy, I think I'll just talk about a, a new, uh, a better, or, or going further in 2023. Now, what I'm going to don't get offended of it. That I'm, I'm going to talk about, throw some, some ideas out about what I need to do in, in, in 2023. Now, sometimes I, I get, and it was 
it was kind of talked about in Sunday school class. Sometimes I get to a point in my life, I think, well, I'm just going to sit down for a little while. But you know, there's no sitting down when it comes to proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the reason I picked this text, or, or I'd rather say that the Lord led me to this text in my mind, was that just before it was, He was going to leave this world and pay the price for my sins. Amen. Before that, He went to the Garden of Gethsemane. We all all know the story, but His disciples went a certain distance with Him. Then He called James, John, and Simon Peter. He said, "Come a little bit more with me." He called those three. Out. He said, well, we're going we're gonna to go up here and, and come and help me pray. How many times have you been called at night? He said, I just need someone to pray. Well, I'll tell you, when you get that call in 2023, if you haven't done this in the past, get down on your knees wherever you're at. Amen. Well, not if you're driving, but get down and pray. Amen. And just as hard, soon as you can for that prayer. Amen. Jesus called out Three men. I mean, they was. They was just men. Two of them were, were fishermen. Amen. Or all three. Amen. They, they fished for a living when Jesus called them. And I thought it was curious about the ones he called. Amen. Simon Peter. I like to preach about him because you know why? He goofed up a lot. And I, I can relate to goofing up a lot. Amen. You know, Simon Peter was the one after they, they arrested Jesus. He said, I don't even know this man. I'm not one of him. Three times he said, there's one right there. You know, if you went into Walmart, amen, and someone saw you and said, there's one of them right now. There's one of those Christians right now. Would you be tempted to say, no, no, I'm not. I'm just sitting here to get some coffee and some buttermilk. Amen. Would you be like that? But we need to be forefront. And when someone sees one, oh, Peter, he said, no, I'm not one. You know, that can happen to us. If it happened to Simon Peter, one of, the, one of the, the, the greatest in my mind apostles because of the, I mean, he, he accomplished some great feats through Christ. Amen. I've, I've never read anyone about anyone other than Jesus that walked on water. Oh, yeah, he, he, he lost his faith. He did, but he did it too. I've never read about one that... Uh, he could be walking down the road and, and the sun would cast his shadow on someone that was sick and they'd get up healed. He goofed up a lot, but he found his way back to Christ. And my prayer is this year, 2023, that when I goof up, not if, but when, when I find my way back to Christ, through the Spirit will quicken me right then, and I know. I, I I goofed. I missed that one. You know, I was about to uh, go a different direction on 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 the message, and, and you know what what us preachers do. Now I'm going to tell this on me and on me only. All right, don't you translate this story to anybody else. I have said this. Kathy has seen me. Oh, I had the message all worked out and. Then the choir gets up and sings, and then all of a sudden, and I, I you know, what I like to say, I, well, the Lord changed my mind, and I had to dig it something else. No, He didn't. I got it wrong to start with. 
<laughs> yeah. Amen. Come on, you can amen that. If you can't amen a preacher saying he got something wrong, you ain't going to amen nothing. I got it wrong to start with. Amen. amen. Three of them agreed with me. Amen. But uh, uh, he, he called Simon Peter. He was the very one, you remember a few, few chapters back, Jesus asked Simon, he said, who does folks say I am? I'm going to put it in Crowley's Ridge English. Is that all right? Who do folks say I am? Who do, who do people say that I, the Son of Man, is? And can't you see in your mind the Bible don't bear record of this? Can't you see him? He's just kind of kicking around. When you when you him hawing around, you know how you do. You don't look anybody in the eye, and you just kind of, well, some says you're Elijah. Well, some say you might. Be John the Baptist, Zachariah comes to mind. And Jesus said, No, 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 it's, you don't understand. Who do you say I am? And Peter said, You're the Son of the Most High God. And he said, Blessed be you. Simon Peter, because flesh and blood didn't, didn't reveal that to you, but that came from the Father in heaven. And he said, upon this name I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It wasn't, he said, you're the rock and I'm going to build that church. It wasn't that. It, was on, it wasn't the name itself. It was on the fact that he had come to a, a conclusion in his mind. He had come to, to a real, realization in his mind that, yes, he really is. He's the son of God. He does something. Uh, one of the, my favorite, uh, I call it a redemption psalm, is Psalm 63 because, you know, David, he goofed quite a bit, a lot, uh, quite a bit also. And Psalm 63 starts out with, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul longeth for thee. I hunger for, my soul thirsteth for thee as in a land where no water is. Read that sometime. Well, I read that one day and I thought about, about home. I thought about home and I thought about home. By that I mean the place, the house that Kathy and I live in, it's, it's really not much. We still, we, we have a well. We, we don't have uh, city water, rural water, whatever you call it. We have a well. And when it goes, when the electricity goes out, that well doesn't work. But the first thing you'll do is go and turn on a faucet. When the electric goes off, first thing. And I thought, boy, my, my soul thirsteth for you, O oh Lord, just like the time when my well is out. My soul when we get to a point in our life where we just hunger and thirst for Jesus Christ. That's, that's a place to be in 2023. The world has lost a lot of them, and they need to hear about Jesus Christ. He's, he's the only one. He, he's a, a song y'all sang that it's divine blood that he shed on the cross. He's the, the only one that, that uh, 
can can save us. But he called Peter a little further. He called James a little bit further. And he called John a little bit further. Now of those, John was the one, if you remember at the Lord's Supper, Jesus was talking about one that would betray him. And John, I've been told, was a young man at that time, teenager perhaps. But he was eager there laying upon the, uh, Jesus, upon the breast, it says in King James, eager to hear what he had to say. When he said, there's one that's going to betray me before this day, the only thing I think is it me? Who's it, is it you? Is it, who's going, who could do this part, this terrible thing? And, and James, or John, was listening real closely. And he said, he must have examined, excuse me, I'm dry mouth, examined himself and made things where, no, 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 no. Peter had said, I'll never leave you. I'll even die, but he had denied him. James and John wanted to be on the right hand and on the left. They got in a fuss over that. Right hand, left hand of the throne. But John, he paid real close attention to what Jesus said. That's, that's what I need to do in 2023. And then we, we read about uh, how they all died. I've got, this is history, and I don't know if I can even read it all. I've carried it around so long, if I could find it. But uh, they, all the, the, there it is, and I've carried it a while. I can't read all of it. But it says, except for meager accounts, in the New Testament, little is known about the lives of the apostles, but they apparently were as persecuted as the Savior they followed. The story carried in the 1855 edition of the North American Almanac saying that of the disciples, only John, you remember the one that laid on the breast of Christ, listening, hanging upon his every word, don't take as anything else than that. He was just intense on hearing what Jesus said, except for him, was spared a violent death. And after he lived miraculously, after being put in a cauldron of boiling oil in Rome, he later died of a natural death in Ephesus in Asia Minor. The Almanac listed these fates of the others. I'll read you ones that it's not tore off. Matthew suffered martyrdom probably by the sword in Ethiopia. Mark was dragged through the streets of Alexandria until he expired. St. Andrew was bound to an X-shaped cross where he preached to the crowd until he died. Ain't that something? something? I'm, I'm talking about further steps I can take in 2023. St. Thomas was run through with the dirt at, uh, and it's tore off where it was. In the East Indies, Jude was put to death by arrows. St. Simon was crucified in Persia. St. Peter was crucified with his head downward at his own request. He thought he was himself unworthy to die in the same, master, same posture as the master. Uh, St. James the Great was headed 
into Jerusalem, was beheaded, and the bees all slept on her. Beheaded at Jerusalem, St. James was, the less was thrown from a pinnacle temple and beaten to death with fuller's clubs. Philip was hanged from a pillar in Persia, and Bartholomew was something alive then crucified on a cross. Luke was hanged from an olive tree. Of course, you know the, the fate of uh, uh, Judas Iscariot. But all those except for John died a, a terrible death. John went through some terrible things. He was, uh, according to this, boiled in a, had hot oil poured on him. History says his eyes were gouged out, but you know, even after that, he saw more when it comes to the, the, the spiritual things that he saw before. He was uh, exiled on the Isle of Patmos. Uh, Book of Revelation said, I, John, on the Lord's day was in the spirit, and I heard behind me seven trumpets. And when he turned, he said, I saw those were Jesus, the son, the son of God. And he said, I fell down at his feet. King James says, as dead. You trace that back and say he was dead. And Jesus put his hand upon his shoulder and he wasn't anymore. I'm going to tell you, this old dude right here, I'm old, I can't do much anything anymore. As dead as dead could be in spirit before Jesus put his hand down at an altar of prayer in that old, you remember old Woods Chapel? I mean, it was <laughs> as long as a cotton roll and 10 foot wide. I don't know. I sat on the back row one Sunday night because I was wanting to, to I had felt something that morning tugging at my heart to come to the Lord. So I sat back there. You know, Lord can't see me back there. And you remember old Brother Ring? A dude could preach, couldn't he? Amen. He could tear it up. And every every shot he, he fired, it was hitting me right in the heart. I was hid behind, uh, I'm pointing at these two guys because I know they was around during that time, uh, Dennis uh, Price. You remember Dennis? He's a big old boy, about horse cart ride size. And I, and I wasn't this big then. So I thought I'd hide back there. But somehow the word of God began to hit my heart from way back yonder on the back row. That's, that's nothing. If anybody's on the back row, I can't see that far anymore. I'm not picking on you. But I was back there and the word of God became to hit my, began to, to hit my heart. And when the altar service, when the invitation was given, I thought, my goodness, I've got to get up there if if I ever make my way to Christ, I've got to do it now. Have you ever felt like that? You're just on the edge. If you don't do it, you better do it now. You know how it is to get in a parking spot at Walmart? Only it's spiritual, amen. And there ain't nothing there spiritual. But I was just right there and, and the Spirit hit me and I came to an altar of prayer and, and I knelt down. And I will tell you this, uh, the pastor at Woods Chapel now 
involves Ricky Haskell. It's her, one of her brothers. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, at that time, I didn't care much for Ricky. I just didn't. I didn't. I don't know. It just it was kind of like sandpaper, you know. At that time, I was a lost man, and he was a deacon, so naturally I'm not going to be real fond of him. But I came to an altar of prayer, and when I knelt down, I felt an arm just about that big wrapped around me and began to pray. And guess what? who it was? It was Ricky Hathcote. He was concerned about my soul, and he hadn't even known me that long. Amen. That's what we need to be in 2023, concerned about the souls of those that's not in God's fold. Amen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't breathe as good as I used to. It might be carrying this around. But I won't tell you. When Jesus went to that garden that day in Gethsemane, say that with a dry mouth, he knelt down. He took his disciples, he, he walked up there that way, that direction. Twelve of them in tow. One of them was going to betray him. He knew that. Uh, one of them was going to deny him. He knew that. One of them was going to follow him afar off. He knew that. Amen. But he took them up there and he said, you three, come on, follow me. By the way, it's the one that's seen the transfiguration. He said, you come on. And they come on. He said, you sit here and pray. Uh, Sunday school teacher, that's not, that's not a lot to ask, is it? <laughs> that's what it, and it's not and it's, he said you stay here and pray that, that wasn't a lot to ask but you know the story they dozed off is that a story of Jesus Thompson of Jesus and Jerry Thompson that sometimes that is sometimes old Jerry just dozes off <laughs> when there's work to be done for the Lord isn't it good to be busy for the Lord? You know, I can preach, and I'm trying to stay on the camera thing so I hadn't got down, but uh, I got up this morning, my knees hurt. Everything I've got that's, that hinge would crackle. You know how it is? I make more noisy grunting getting up than, than anything. <laughs> Somebody knows what I'm talking about. I'll sit down, uh, if I reach over for my recliner handle, you know, that, that, that jet handle. I go, Urgh! But I can preach, and there's nothing that hurts until I'm done. Amen. <laughs> I can run for Jesus. Uh, I won't run for you, but I'll run for Jesus. You know, uh, I don't get alarmed. I don't have it with me, but a few years back, Kathy and I got our concealed carry, you know, and, and a lot of places I carry because I discovered I'm no longer young enough to fight. <laughs> when I can't run, I had to figure out something else. But I can run for Jesus. Amen. Not from him. Many years I've spent run, running from him. Let me give him a little testimony. I know you all Y'all about ready for your hog jowl and your 
your your peas and cornbread and, and all that. And, and the more I mention that, the shorter I'm going to preach because I'm getting hungry myself. But I told y'all in, in 1989, I gave my, my life to Jesus. I had worked in the church uh, several years before and I'd left. Thought of every excuse to leave. You know how it is? Anybody ever, ever kind of fell them back, falling back? Or is it just me? Okay. We think of every, every, every excuse. You know, I don't like preachers. Well, I didn't. <laughs> There's still some I'm not real fond of. <laughs> but, but I learned that I needed Jesus. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't come to an altar prayer that, that night because I loved Jesus so much. I come because I didn't want to go to hell. And through that relationship with Jesus, I learned to love him. I love him. If, if if I had to give up everything, baby, I love you. You're the first woman in here. <laughs> I might get in trouble with the rest of you ladies, but I'm going home with that one. <laughs> I love you, but I love Jesus more. And I think she'd say the same. If she don't, I'm going to try to encourage her to say the same. But I love Jesus. Well, I, I like our, our truck out there, it's done us well. I, lo- I really like it, but I love Jesus. There's a lot of things. I like to go fishing, but I love Jesus. Amen. And that's pretty much, as long as we get that, that settled in our heart. Psalm 63, he started out with, Oh God, they're my God. But if you move down to verse number 8, You'd say, I will follow hard after thee, O Lord. Sometimes it takes some hard following. Things will come your way that's difficult. Things will come your way that you just will never understand. I will never understand. But follow hard after him. John once again said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Being his spirit. Follow close, not far. Following hard after God's 2023. Jerry is going to try to commit myself a little more. Just a little more. You say, well, if I do that. I've had people say, every time I try to visit folks or work for the Lord, the devil just just whoops the fire out of me. I'm trying to sound like that on purpose, by the way. Well, the devil is not powerful, as powerful as Jesus, is he? Hold tight to Jesus. At the old, now this is just how, how silly I am. I'm silly enough to believe that God can overcome the devil. The Old Woods Chapel Church, right after I took it, the, the church had just busted, by the way. And here I am, had just 
been the church licensed. I wasn't even licensed through the presbytery yet. And I started pastoring that thing. And, and they was busted apart. They were still bickering from here and from there. And one day, I th- it just came to, to my, my mind. I thought, I'm going down there. Now, I don't know about you. It, it's up to you. But, but I believe in anointing with oil. I believe what James said. But I went down to that church, and I said, I'm going to anoint every door and every window that's in that building. And I began praying, just me. Oh, Lord, bless this Bless this place. There's people here that love you. There's people here that want to work for you, but they're hindered. They're hindered. And I, I, that's where the message, hindered but not defeated, came one time. Amen. But I was, I was anointing that. And I got to the, around now, uh, y'all remember Norris Smith, he wore that. And, and you walk in the door, and the switch might be on this side. It might be on that side. It may be flipped up. It may be, you got to flip it down. It's like that. And, and it's dark. And that, that building, I walked around behind the baptistry and past what the office was. And then there's another little old building that had a door to going to the outside. It, it turned in, you know how it does, just a junk room is what they turn into if you don't use them. And, and it was. But I could see a little bit of daylight over that outside door, and I stumbled through that stuff. And when I did and started to reach for that door, I felt the coldest spirit in my heart I had ever felt in my life. It was just like the devil himself was saying no. But I, I went ahead. I thought, well, if that's all he can do because I'm a child of God, I smeared that over that, maybe a little extra over that door, just to to calm my, my fleshly man and that that fear went away and I've never had that. Maybe that was for me just to come to a realization that booger man that's what we call him I don't know what y'all call him you've went as far as you're going to go in my life and I'm holding tight I'm following hard after Jesus after Jesus because he's going to take me from here to glory one day. <laughs> Can you just imagine? I'm going to be laughing all the way when this big old blob of fat takes airborne. You know it's got to be God. <laughs> People are going to say, that dude, he can't laugh. <laughs> and I'll just be saying, I tried. Amen. Going further in 2023. Cat, would you come on? Cat always does an invitation when we go. Uh, she has for, for, for years. And, and she was doing that before we were married. And, and no, there's nothing, there wasn't nothing going on. So I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> but if y'all stand, if you don't, don't mind, if you can, uh, if you feel like it. There's a there's a a time to make a dedication a little stronger. I uh, Kathy and I's been married. She told me she corrected me yesterday. Twenty seven and a half years. I, I said twenty six. It's just because she's so lovely. It just didn't time just flew by, you know. But. And I done a wedding yesterday, and, and when I got the couple up there, I said, had the groom. I said, "Look, look at your bride. Ain't she pretty?" He said, "Yeah." I said, 
27 years from now, she'll be prettier. And I tried to get Kathy to stand up. She wouldn't do it to prove the point. Because that's love. That's the ingredient of love. Now you take that and supernatural it to Jesus. And imagine what the power of love really is. He loves you. He loves me. Sometimes I wonder how in the world and why in the world. But he does. The goofs I've made. Oh, Lord, I've made goofs preaching. You know, I've, I've had James, John, and John James, and Elisha, and Elisha, I've got them. I've had one up a sycamore tree, another one up a hooker nut tree, and, and I've just goofed. But Jesus says, that's okay. That's okay, I still love you. Maybe you could do it a little better, but I still love you. In 2023, I'm going to try to do a little better. Uh, the Lord started off on a good note. Brother Darrell asked me to come down here. and I hope y'all let him to ask me that next anniversary. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure those that don't know me say, Darrell, where'd you get that dude from? No rain, man. Those that know me will say, Daryl, why'd you bring him for? But we got this week, next week we're in Missouri. And probably the week after that, we've got a call for a revival in Indiana. We went. And I just, I just squall like a mash cat when I think of the greatness of God. He, his, his math is not our math. He makes things work. He takes a, an old man that's really not worth much, but he finds a place. He finds a place. Go ahead. I'm... Jesus. Ain't they though? Ain't they? You could say, Jerry, and nothing happened. <laughs> you could say, Jesus, and there's something just stirred. Remember, some of y'all remember old brother Leonard Hensley? He'd say, just makes those doodaddy bumps run up and down my spine. Jesus, Jesus does that. Jesus, he just he just makes a difference. He is the difference. Come on, if you if you don't have something to pray for, just come. How many times? If we've been to the front of the church and just come to, to worship Him because He's God. Lord, I don't want anything today. I, I, I'm not asking anything. I just want to praise You because You're Lord God Almighty.
Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. There's a lot that's... Uh, there's a lot, and I, I'm not saying this spring. Hard feeling, but there's a lot in this church that, that I miss. Y'all miss, I know. Uh, we we re moved our membership to Woods Chapel after we left down there, and, and but there's there's so many that I I miss because they're going on, and that's you know that's just greed on my part. But one of these days, one of these days. We'll leave this place as a church without spot and without wrinkle. And we'll be in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. They'll all gone. They're all passed away. You know, I'm holding in my hand and I'm just about to shut up and I thought I'd get a lot of amens on that. Something that's stronger than heaven or earth. Because the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word <laughs> will not pass away.